Okay, uh, we're back again with uh, my podcast. Uh, uh, most of you know the name of it, Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded. And today we got a we got a special podcast for you. We we're going to be uh, alive here with uh, Al Raymer, and I'm going to do a interview with him. In case you don't know who Al is, Al will be uh, introducing himself and telling you a little bit about it, himself. Al's a, I've known Al for some years now. I used to work with Al. Uh, we worked up at Federal Mogul, but back then, I mean, we go back to when it used to be uh, Ghoul Batteries, I think it was, wasn't it, Al? Yeah, when I first started. Yeah, it me too. It was it was Ghoul, and then it was JPI, then it was uh, uh, Clevite. A- and A&E, and, I think. Yeah, and Clevite. And then we ended up being, uh, you know, the last place. Federal Mobile. Yep, that's the last one that it was. Now, I retired. Uh, I've been retired now 11, 12, 13 years. I don't remember. But Al just retired just recently, didn't you? In October, yep. Okay. Well, uh, Al, why don't you just uh, tell us about yourself? I mean, uh, just give us a little history, you know, so people know who you are. <laughs> okay. I was, uh, I live in Wabasha, Minnesota. That's where I was born and raised. I was raised uh, in a Catholic family. Uh, we went to church every Sunday and so I believed in God and was told the Bible was the Word of God. And I had uh, I have six sisters and a brother, and um, I was raised on a farm just five miles out of town. And uh, uh, I uh, we'd go to church every Sunday. And I so as a as a Catholic, I knew there was a God, but I thought that you just had to believe in Him and go to church. And so. Uh, and then, uh, during this time, I, uh, I, s- I started to, uh, my dad died when I was 15. And so that got me thinking about death. And then my, uh, uncle who was, took me fishing all the time, died six months later. And then I started working for a guy uh, after I graduated from high school. His name was Minor Anderson, and he uh, he was a Christian, and he was talking to me about God and stuff. So I started thinking about God, and then he died. I found him in the bathroom having a stroke, and he died. And around the same time that he died, my sister Mary um, was going to college, and she professed to be saved and uh during this time uh so she started telling us we had to be born again and everybody in my family thought she was nuts and so we uh uh so anyway she gave me a bible for graduation it was either from high school or Voltec. i can't remember which one but as a believer that the bible was the word of god i thought well i'll study the bible and i'll show her that uh I'm okay, and that she's being brainwashed, and I'm going to show her from the Bible that she is, that we're okay. So I started studying the Bible, and uh, and as I studied the Bible, I came to realize that I, 
It took quite a while, but as I studied the Bible to prove her wrong, I came to realize that I was in trouble. That, uh, and knowing that, you know, knowing that I was in trouble, I, 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 the more I studied it, the more I seen that, I, that, uh, I read verses like, you must be born again, or he that loves father and mother, brother than, and sister more than me is unworthy of me. And, and I read, uh, verses about no drunkard will enter the kingdom of heaven. And at that time I had, my friends were my life. And I had a bunch of friends that I grew up with and we'd party every weekend. And so I thought that drinking was, I needed that. And so I, didn't want to give that up. And, uh, but the more I studied, the more I seen if I, you know, and I believe the Bible was the word of God. And, but God revealed to me that, uh, I was going to hell, but I did not want to be born again. And so I kept living my life. And by this time now I was married and I had, uh, we were wanting to have children. And so we prayed to have children, but I was, uh, I, I wasn't saved when we first got married and then, uh, we'd go out every weekend with my friends and I would, uh, say, okay, I'm not going to get drunk this weekend because the Bible says there's no drunk to honor the kingdom of God. But every time I'd go out, I'd get drunk. I had the power. I did not have the power within me to stop being the sinner that I was. And, um, I so after six months of this, I finally came to a point in my life where I knew if I died, I would go to hell. And so in February of 1980, I got on my knees and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. That was when I was was going to ask you what year it was, 1980. 1980, I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. Well, then I came to the Lord just before you because it was December, or no, I'm sorry, September 10th, 1970. Yeah, so we were just a few months apart. Yeah, and I, for me, it was like, because I knew I was lost for six months, and I knew I was going to hell, and I knew there was a friend of mine that was witnessing to me, a guy at work that was a believer, and he was witnessing to me, and he'd tell me, uh, well, he knew I was reading the Bible, he knew I was studying. I bet you it was Dale, huh? Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> he would say to me, well, are you... Do you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And I say, yeah, I know Jesus died for my sins. He'd say, well, you're you're going to heaven. And I'd say, no, I'm going to hell. I knew that it was more than just knowledge of what he... I knew I'd been studying the Bible for three years, so I knew that Jesus had died for my sins. But I didn't want Jesus to change my life. <laughs> and even though I knew he died for my sins, I was going to hell. And... And I'd tell him that, no, I'm going to hell. And I, but I did not want Jesus Christ to change me. But finally, in February of 1980, I finally don't know the exact day, but I got on my knees and I said, uh, Lord, I want you more than I want my friends and my drugs and my alcohol. I want you to be my savior. And the weird thing about it is first for, I had been studying the Bible for three years. And I could not relate to those people in the Bible. I, like, I knew I believed in God, but I just didn't have the peace and I didn't have what I seen they had. And, and finally, and I could not say I knew I was going to heaven. 
uh, I knew I was going to hell. And when on that day, when I accepted and received Christ as my Savior and believed in him, I had been reading the Bible. I went back to the bedroom and I read, started, I opened up the Bible, which every time I would read it, and every time I'd go out drinking, I'd come home and say, I'm going to hell. And I opened up that book and it was chained. It was like I was, and I was born again. The Spirit of God came into me, and that book literally became a different book. I, I started reading different passages, and I ended up in, in Gospel of John chapter 3, and it says, He who has the, has the Son, or well, in First John, it says, He who has the Son has life. And I knew I had eternal life, and I turned to my wife, who I'd been telling for six months that I was going to hell, on that day, I said, I'm going to heaven, and I've known it ever since, and my life has been changed. And the point I really want to share out is that God, Jesus Christ, is alive. The very first verse in the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And we as humans are throwing that out. God is real. He's alive. And what happened to me in February 1980 was a, a miracle. God changed my life. I've been born again. Now, I haven't become perfect. I still have a sin nature. I still have the world and the flesh all the time around me. But I was born again. Amen. And uh, and that's a miracle. Uh, God is alive. Jesus Christ, when he rose from the dead, he became part of this world through the power of the Holy Spirit. He went to the Father and he sent the Comforter, and the Comforter is working in this world today. Yeah. He's alive. It's when you a, think of salvation, it really puts joy in your heart. When you, you know, when you first believe and you know that Christ died for your sins. I can remember I was just on fire for the Lord. I knew yeah. nothing of the Bible at all. Uh, and I really struggled trying to read it. And when I came home and told my wife that I had given my life to the Lord, I, I gave my life to the Lord at work. And I come home that day and I told her I got saved, that I go into heaven. Yeah, she said, you fell off the deep end now. And she says, uh, you know, you tried everything else. Why don't you try religion? I, I tried to tell her it was not religion, but it was a relationship with Christ. Yeah. I met him as my savior. And I think that's... Yeah, and that's... I had religion for 20 yeah, years. Yeah. I went to church. I believed in God. I believed in the existence of God. I believed yeah. the Bible was the Word of God. Yeah. But I was still trying to earn my way to heaven. Wow. Um, I tried to... And I thought I was good enough um, until I started reading the Bible. I believe yeah. the Bible is so important to read. It is the living Word of God. I mean, it's, I was raised in a religion, too. My mother, you know, she was a Catholic... And, I got my communion confirmation, all that stuff, you know. But I'd go to movies at night. Uh, these I used to love to go to these uh, where they threw the Christians to the lions and all that stuff, yeah. you know. And I'd walk home thinking, man, would that be neat to be a Christian. Even then, I didn't believe I was a Christian. Uh, you know, it's funny that I can think back to that, and uh, it was on my mind. Even though I had that religion, I didn't yeah. have Christ. And to be a Christian, a true Christian, is to be a Christ one, to belong to Christ. And for me, that was what was, I didn't want, I seen Christians, and I, there was a period in my life that I thought, well, if I become a Christian, 
I'm not going to enjoy life. I'm not going to have, I'm going to lose things. But I came to realize that I gained everything by coming to Jesus Christ. And, and uh, that I have eternal life now. And Jesus Christ is coming back. <laughs> well, and, I think of the, the Philippian jailer. Just kind of tell the listening audience how many kids you got, how many grandkids you got. Your family now is, is really mushroom. Kind of like my family. My family has grown enormous. Yeah, I have three kids, and they're three, uh, two daughters and a son, Lindsay, Melissa, and Joe, and they are they all profess to be Christians, and uh, they're married, and I have eleven grandkids. Yeah. Yep. And I tell you, isn't that great? God just, you know, just I know He's blessed you, Al, in in ways that uh, I mean, I've known you. For the past 40 years, you know, and uh, I got to be honest with you, you're a good brother in the Lord, and I'm glad you you finally shared your testimony. Yeah, this guy afraid. doesn't like to talk I'm in front nervous of anybody, but, all the time. Yeah, but he's, he's, I tell you what, he works with the youth at the chapel. Uh, he has their youth group, and I don't know how many kids you got. I mean, throughout the years, you. Oh, I've had, yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of kids. Yeah, probably a lot well of over 100 kids, I bet you. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them pr- profess to get saved. Right now, my youth group is kind of small. We only had four kids there last night. But, yeah. uh, but uh, the and Lord has blessed me in that area. I know one night you had about 30 kids. This yeah. Was about a year or so ago, a couple of years ago. Whatever. Yeah, we've had it. Yeah, well, there's been times where we've had a lot. We bring kids to camp every year. I've seen a lot of kids come to know Jesus as their Savior. Yeah. And I think of my family, too. We were all raised Catholic. None of us were born again until my sister Mary got saved. And once she got saved, and we, most of us believe she was nuts. And But yeah. we now every, almost every one of my family members profess to be saved. Oh. Well, I'm glad that Al got a chance to share his testimony with us today. And I'm going to kind of end our podcast. Uh, you know, uh, when I think about Al's life and how God touched him, and uh, it was just through somebody talking to him, and that same fellow that led Al uh, into reading the Bible and searching and asking him if uh, he was saved is the same guy that that got on me, too. I mean, this guy preached, and... Uh, we all thought he was kind of a Bible thumper. Uh, he was one of those Jesus freaks. But uh, it turns out that I'm glad that he talked to me, and I'm glad he talked to Al. And uh, that's what we have to do. We have to share our faith. So if you're listening to this and you're and you're a Christian, you got to learn to share your faith. We all have testimonies. And that's why I encouraged Al to share his testimony today. I know he was a little bit nervous uh, but uh, I think he did a real good job, and it was clear how God moved in his life, and it was through the Spirit of God that convicts us of our sin. And then, uh, you know, the law in the Bible, and we know we all break the law, every one of us. There's, there's no man righteous, no, not one. But when we break the law, it tells us, Something that tells us that we need a Savior. And Jesus Christ is our Savior. And uh, so, as I end my podcast, I'm going to tell you, God is out here. Like Al said, he's in Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. 
and you can find him in your Bible. So I just want you to be aware that Jesus is alive and well on planet Earth. His spirit is moving, and it's moving in people's lives. He's building his church one brick at a time, and those bricks are living bricks. Uh, that's how he's building his church. And everybody who gives their life to Christ becomes part of the church of God. With that, I'm going to just end our podcast, but I'm going to, I'm going to pray first. Lord, we're so, we're so glad that you are still moving and saving lives. And we know that you touched Al and you touched me. Lord, we want to just share what you have done in our lives. I know I have a big family. Al has a big family. And God is moving in our families also. And I just, uh, I pray for those that are out here that don't know you, that they realize that uh, you must be born again. And it's true. We we're born physically, but we need to be born spiritually. And the way we're born spiritually is by looking to Christ on the cross who died for our sins and made us whole again. And now we can have a relationship. We thank you that this is possible. And Lord Jesus, we just praise you and thank you today. Uh, and thank you for the sunshine and the good weather today. And uh, uh, may we just enjoy your creation. In your name I pray. Amen. And you guys have a good day. And remember, I'll be back again, Lord willing. Uh, and the Greeks don't rise. <laughs> See you later. Bye for now. And Al, you can say goodbye to Goodbye. <laughs>